you know? Like, we're funny guys. Are we funny guys, though? We're f***ing hilarious. Damn it. <laughs>
show put on by AEW will be taking place this Saturday and will be on pay-per-view, will be streaming in the UK on ITV, which is huge, and will be on BR Live here in the States as well. Uh, the ITV deal is a huge deal because ITV, if I'm not mistaken from what I understand, is one of, if not the biggest um, TV stations out in the UK. So the fact that AEW was able to land an I, the TV deal with ITV is a pretty big deal. And that's not just for the weekend, that's for... No, yeah, that's... that's like the foreseeable future. Correct. Nice. Correct. Yeah. Their TV deal is going to be with ITV. Um, some more notes about AEW and the upcoming Double or Nothing show. Unfortunately, the match between Adam Hangman Page and Pac is now off. They were set to have a one-on-one -on -one match, which I think was supposed to determine the number one contender or was supposed to create the main event picture for the title. Mm -hmm. And in what was described as creative differences, the match was called off. Instead, Hangman and Pac had a match in the UK, it was in Nottingham, which took place over the weekend and was aired on All Elite, Wrestling, All Elite Wrestling's YouTube channel this afternoon at noon. So if you didn't watch it yet, you can go ahead on YouTube.com slash All Elite Wrestling and catch the match there. Decent match, maybe 15 minutes, something like that. You've actually seen it. Yeah, I watched it today. Oh, yeah, no, I'm boycotting it. Oh, are you? Yes, yeah. I don't, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I, I cannot, I don't know, I couldn't not watch this. Like, I love Paige. Right. I'm, I'm not gonna, but like, I don't know. Pac left a real bad taste in my mouth with this I, whole situation. I get you, but I couldn't pass up watching this match. So. Maybe after Double or Nothing, I'll like... Okay. I'd watch fair. it. But I, I can't right now, no. The match ended in a DQ. Um, so, they can pursue this feud further down the line if they choose to, if they can settle their creative differences with Pac. They can come back around to this. Uh, because those left, you know... DQ with a dirty finish. Um, if I was at, um, Hangman, I, I wouldn't do it. I was like, why? Why even go back to it? There's no point. I remember it's AEW's trying to do something different. Mm -hmm. And if this, if the fans want this, then yeah. So part of now that I mentioned that AEW wants to do something different, they put out a press release. Them Warner Media they put out a press release uh, to coincide with the TV deal, and. In the press release, they reveal a few things that I thought were important that I thought that were significant to, to note, which was they were very specific about steering clear of quote-unquote soap opera drama, focusing more on um, the sports sides of things. They mentioned they're going to be analytics, they're going to be statistics, they're going to be keeping records, they're going to have people who are going to break down the matches. Um, so it looks like they're really focusing on this idea of it being sports centric mm -hmm. which I think is interesting because I don't think there's another wrestling promotion that quite does it that way there there have been promotions who just let it be about the wrestling yeah, but none of them have really tried to turn it into a sports broadcast I mean you're, in my opinion I feel like it muddy. It would muddy up the product. Like, were you gonna have stats? Yeah. For your, for your wrestlers. Yeah. Like I, I do. Kickout percentage and uh, I don't know wins and losses. I I don't think you need all that. The wins and loss thing, sure. Right. But kickout percentage. I mean, I'm not saying that they didn't no, no, say but like, about no, I'm that, just like, but I'm like, thinking. Just I'm... yeah, we're assuming. Yeah. You know, like brainstorming technically. It's like, oh, um, Cody's thrown 45 out of 100 punches this match. Like, mm -hmm. why, why do I need to know that? It's not a boxing match, you know? Okay, but all the more reasons. So, like, if you're watching boxing or MMA, we pay attention to those things. We take note of how many strikes were thrown versus how many were landed, how many shoots people take, how many attempts at a submission. Like, everything is notated in other sports. Why not do that here? Because... People like now, to... now, see, now you're getting into, like, there's MMA and boxing, mm -hmm. for the most part, isn't predetermined. Right. 
Right. This is. Right. So, for me, it seems a little goofy to do something like that. Okay. If you want to go into, like, match percentages and uh, uh, wins, losses, and old stats or whatever, sure. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, um, 94% of the time the champion goes into a triple threat match, they lose or something like right, that. Like, right, right, right. That I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. But I don't really need like, I don't need this to be like really stat driven. I don't. I don't know that it's going to be. Um, obviously, no one knows what it's going to look like until yeah, no, they hit no. the air on in October. But I think they're going to be more worried about wins and losses mattering. They're doing a tail of the tape before every match. That I enjoy. Um, like their their height, weight, you know, hometown, and then like accolades. Like I always think that's cool. I I love seeing something like that. And what I think they might be doing, which I think would be really cool to do, is if they have, um, like, replay uh, highlight packages before the matches. And not, like, promos and WWE cuts. I'm talking about, like, you do the tail of the tape, right? So as you break down each wrestler, you show highlights. Similar to, like, a hockey or exactly, like basketball. Yeah. Exactly. They show you know highlights what? of yeah, what they do would, and what they don't. Oh, cool. look at, you know... They're going to focus on their strikes, look at his kicks, blah, blah, blah. You know, just different matches with him doing similar things. See, if you go that route, mm-hmm. that's fine. I think that would be really cool to do. That would that would, that would add a different sort of element to what we have right now in the wrestling world. Yeah. Where, you don't, we, where we watch the same goofy promo package that they put out. Say, all right, we're tired of this already. Right. To, to have them like show highlights of the wrestler's previous matches the finishers uh signature moves this that like that that could be a little when when they said in in the press release that there was going to be analysis Mm -hmm. that's what i thought i thought okay so we're gonna have guys who are gonna break down the wrestlers and or the matches pre and post i just don't want them to do what like the wwe does with their um their kickoff panel where it's just basically them reading off of a paper in terms of like... Oh, I'm sure they won't do that. I'm sure they won't do that. They might have a table set up in a similar fashion, like if you're watching a pregame show of yeah, sports, that's, you that's, know, that's but I think it would be, you know, more them showing highlights and, and breaking down the match and stuff like that. That's what I think, at least. Um, some more things about this weekend show. Sean Spears, formerly known as... The Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger, has apparently signed on last minute, and he will be entering and participating in the Bayern Casino Battle Royal, which is going to be the part of kickoff show for Double or Nothing. So I I, I, I thought we were going to do that during the predictions portion of Oh, this. just announce his... Yeah. Oh, I mean, that, I, I... Hey, news is news is news, right? Exactly, news is news is news. News is news is. Um... So I think that's enough of the AEW news. Outside of the WWE also, Stardom, which is a Japanese all-women's promotion, held their Stardom Gold May 2019 show. I believe it was on Wednesday. It's like the next day that we were off the air. And um, some matches of note, uh, Tokyo Cyber Squad, which is consisted of Jungle Kiona, Hanakamura and Konami defeated the team of stars, which makes up of Mayu Otani, Saki Kashima, and Tama Nakano to become the new artist of Stardom Champion, basically the new three-man tag team champions, three-women tag tag team champions of Stardom. Also, um, Arisa Hoshiki defeated Momo Watanabe, sorry, Momo Watanabe, to become the Wonder of Stardom champion. So that's like the mid-card belt. Mm-hmm. And then B. Priestley retains the World of Stardom champion against Hazuki, which is their top belt. So B. Priestley, who won it, I believe, earlier this month. I think I want to say on the 6th, maybe? She won it earlier this month. She retains. And so she's going to walk into Double or Nothing as the current Stardom World of Stardom champion. Yeah, a lot, a lot went between those two things. There was a lot that went down, a lot of AEW, and then this show, which was you know 
pretty big deal for for Japanese women and for women's wrestling outside of WWE. Stardom's probably the biggest all women's wrestling pay per view. Oh, like you know yeah. promotion out there. Yeah, I mean this was the same promotion that Tony Storm is working right now. Also, mm-hmm. you know Tony Storm who was supposed to face B Priestley, but the match was called off because WWE would allow it. Mm. Yeah, apparently B Priestley and Tony Storm were, were scheduled to have a match. Um, Tony Storm obviously is currently under contract with WWE UK, WWE NXT UK. B Priestley is under contract part time at least with AEW, and so WWE, WWE refused to let them have Tony in this match, presumably because she was scheduled to lose. Yeah, and, and they didn't want her have, yeah. losing to an AEW gal. Vince does not want that, right? Because he's going to start losing soon. He doesn't want to start losing now. <laughs> Fact. So that pretty much does it for the news outside of Titan Towers. Shades, what's going on in Connecticut? Well, I feel like we do this maybe once a month now. It's it's very... We did it last week. Yeah, it's very, very like disheartening to, to do this. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Massaro, uh, for those of you who don't know, she won the Raw Diva Search. She was the first winner, I believe. Uh, passed away at the age of 39, the young age of 39, from an apparent suicide by hanging. I don't... I don't know if she was suffering from depression or if there was a history of depression. I'm not aware of any of that. And Um, any outlet that I've seen hasn't actually said anything about it, so I don't want to speculate and say that and that's what it is. The only news I've seen so far was people were saying that she was about to get back into the wrestling business. That her last post on Twitter or Instagram, something like that, was her responding to fan mail mm-hmm. and saying that she was about to start training to get back in the ring. Mm. And then this happened. I mean, she wasn't good in the ring. Sure. But if, if there's a time for any wrestler to get back into the business, it's now. Yeah. Because wrestling is booming. Absolutely. But... I, I, don't, I don't speak ill of the dead, but she wasn't. She served her purpose at in the time that she was with WWE, mm-hmm. but she just wasn't good in the ring, in my opinion. Yeah, she could have gotten better. You don't know. Maybe she would have possible to become a legit, you know, in-ring worker. Get Trish Stratus. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sure if she was coming back to today's wrestling climate, she would have taken a look and gone, okay, I can't get away with the stuff I used to do. I got to be able to go with these girls. Probably would have trained really hard to make sure she could go. You know, you can't... In, in 2019, you can't just be a pretty face in the ring. You've got to be able to move. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody's a wrestling fan now. Mm-hmm. And they'll eat them up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're a pretty face, but you don't do anything in the ring. Exactly. You look at Mandy Rose. Hmm. WWE. Agrees to a new UK TV deal with BT Sports, ending their 30-year relationship with Sky Sports. Yup, that is major. It's insane. I mean, I watch Sky Sports and BT Sports when I'm streaming UFC fights. Okay. Not legally. Why would you? Why would you divulge that information if you don't need to? Because they don't know my real name. You're so stupid. They're like, who's this? Sh- Awesome shades guy who oh. sounds amazing on his podcast oh. with his hetero life mate. Bro, the FBI throat. comes knocking on my door tomorrow. I'll, I'm don't point him in my direction. <laughs> no snitching here. Nah, son, I got you, fam. But yeah, I mean that is James Shacknovich. <laughs> I I have to edit that out now. <laughs> I have to edit that out. What are you doing? Are you nuts? I lost the timestamp. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, fam. You're on the podcast. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, when they had their Wimbledon, like Wembley Stadium, excuse me, not Wimbledon, that's how, tennis, mm-hmm. uh, when they had their, their event in Wembley Stadium, like, pfft, almost 30 years they, ago, yeah. was it something like uh, Sky Sports? <coughs> I have no Could've idea. Pay- I mean, it was a pay-per-view, so... <laughs> Probably not. It'd have been a pay-per-view. But still, they had a 30-year relationship with Sky Sports. That's nothing to, you know, 
to scoff at. And I, I don't know if that's... So in my opinion, and this is, me, this is me kind of putting too much into it because of my personal opinions on the company itself, I feel like this may say something about where Sky Sports sees WWE going. Mm. That they're willing to end a 30-year deal with them. That from one, from one way or the other, they did not have the confidence to do whatever it took to keep WWE. Something told Sky Sports, yeah, don't worry about it. Maybe they're actually watching the product. And that and that's what I'm saying. You know? Well, you know, I'm sure WWE will find a way to spin this. They always do. They always do. In other news, Ric Flair yes. was recently hospitalized, had surgery, and now he is doing well. And I kid you not. I had a very stern talking to with God. <laughs> and I said, if you have, if you take Ric Flair, you better take my ex also. Like, I'm not <laughs> now, the Ric Flair thing is, is, I find, comical. Because when it was first reported that he went to the hospital, like, Twitter exploded with the reports that he was rushed to the hospital for emergency surgery. Yeah, they were really... He's, like, they were really hammering this this narrative that, like, he's on his deathbed, basically. Yeah. And then, like, two days later, um, Conrad, who's his son-in-law, mm-hmm. was like, no, it's, this was scheduled for a while ago. He's yeah. fine. He was rushed to the hospital, but he wasn't rushed to the hospital like he's in critical condition. His wife was like, no, this is a recurring issue that's been going on, so we scheduled to have this taken care of. And you guys taken care of. <laughs> like, you guys are overreacting bad hard. It's hilarious. Hilarious how people are just, they will leech onto the idea of some, like, tragedies if we don't have enough with Ashley Massaro's passing. You gotta, on the same day, oh my god, Rick's gonna die. Dude, he almost died last year. Can we, like, can we chill? I mean, Rick, you can't keep doing this to me. My, my, my little heart can't take it. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The guy's going to sneeze one day and the whole world's going to think he's dying. I mean, that's how it was with, like, Stan Lee. Cause they're both very old. I mean, Stan Lee was, like, a billion years well, old. Yeah, Stan, yeah, Stan Lee was a like, Rick Flair's in, what, his 80s, 70s? I have no idea. I can't keep track. So, um, I mean, he's lived a life of, like, 400-year-old men. <laughs> he's done enough. But still, he's fine. Rick's fine. Constantly styling. Profound. Now, Mr. Thrill, that is all the WWE news that I have. Yeah. Except some major news that was revealed to us on Raw. Well, let's let's go over some stuff that some some news that came out after Money in the Bank about Money in the Bank. Okay. So, Money in the Bank was on, on Sunday. Hopefully you all listened to our recap review of it that we released on Monday. And the story goes that Vince McMahon had only decided that Brock was going to win the weekend before. And that leading up to it, everyone was told that Mustafa Ali was going to win. And Mustafa was only told the day of I believe it was, like, right before. It's not going to be you. It's going to be Brock. Furthermore, no one in the building, no one in the match, rather, knew that Brock was going to be in the building. Now, what bothers me about that is the six men plus Mustafa worked their tail off in that match. Went ham, salami, and bacon. Threw it all out there. Presumably, presumably, to have a great match to help propel Ali. They're all told, listen, this kid's getting it. And and the six of them, the the, the rest, the other six said, okay, we're going to boost this kid. We're going to have the match of our lives, and this kid's going to come off of it. And they all do that. Just for Brock to come out and take it. I I think if they knew Brock was going to win in the end, they wouldn't have worked so hard. No way! If if I'm Finn Balor... I'm not taking all those bumps. 
I'm not taking all those bumps just so this guy can walk out, walk up the ladder, grab the belt, and disappear. Absolutely. I am not, if I'm Ricochet, agreeing to take these bumps where my back is going to be, like, shattered into a million pieces for 20 minutes. If I'm any of these guys, I'm not agreeing to a 20-something-plus match of abuse just for some monkey to walk in, grab the briefcase, and walk out. Which is why, I think, they were like, let's not tell anybody. Let's just let them know Mustafa's going to win. Cool? Cool. You know what? Kudos to Mustafa. He's a company guy. Oh, for sure. He's a company guy. If I was him, I'd be like, listen, Vince. One way or another, I'm coming down with that briefcase. Well, look, you can tell if you ever listen to any of his, like, shoot interviews or if you watch Chronicles or anything like that, you can tell, like, Mustafa's a good guy. You know, and after watching the Chronicles and all that stuff, he was, you know, talking about how all he's really wanted was his dream that he never thought he was going to, like, get to, where he was ready to give up wrestling altogether and just do, you know, the police full-time. And so, a few years later, he's now in this match. You're not going to spit on it. You're not going to look at Vince and be like, nah, I'm good, thanks. He doesn't have a strong enough following right now to be in AEW. No, not it's at all. just to get automatically signed, though. No. Excuse me. But... It's just so unfortunate that they, they really... They they had the perfect opportunity, and they mapped it out perfectly, to give this kid one hell of a boost just to slap it away. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Because instead of building new stars, we're relying on old ones. Yeah. And uh, do, do you want to relay that information that was... Uh, was it rumored, or was it actual fact? about the WWE and their network subscriptions. Oh, I mean, there's no concrete numbers, but you and I are both on at least one or two wrestling fan pages on Facebook. And from what I've seen both on Facebook and on Twitter, it seems like there is a whole heck of a lot of people who have been canceling their subscriptions to the WWE network following Money in the Bank. Now... I'm not going to lie to you folks, if we didn't have this podcast, and if I wasn't a fan of some of these performers, I might be inclined to do so as well. I also love the content that they have on the network outside of, like, the pay-per-views and Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I know. I NXT, like... Chronicles, 365, 24, all of these things are fantastic. Old about me. pay-per-views. That too. You know, they're... Their their products that they put on the network are pretty much their, their documentaries are very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't blame, and as a matter of fact, I'm actually really happy to see that there are people who said, "You know what? This is my final straw. I'm done." Hopefully, enough people are doing it that WWE is going to wake up and, and realize that they've got to stop with this Brock Lesnar nonsense because they have to. It's, it's too much. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. So let's start off with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I hate you so much. He kicks off Raw, yep. as he's going to, obviously, because yep. he won money in the bank. Yep. Best part about that whole segment, like I told you earlier, was Brock coming out like Radio Raheem. Yeah. Just boombox... Money in the Bank briefcase on his shoulder, mm-hmm. playing to the crowd, because people aren't happy he's got that, oh. and Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, can really work a crowd. Mm-hmm. He's saying, you know, Seth Rollins. Gotta watch his back now. You took the, the the Beast's universal title. Don't know when it's gonna happen. Could happen now. Could happen later. But it, what I thought was 
Brock cashing in on Seth is poetic justice. Mm-hmm. Seth got his first WWE championship cashing in on Brock and Roman. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. So they're kind of downplaying the whole Seth Rollins thing. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins comes out, kind of gets in Lesnar's face, and I'm just like, well, he gets in Lesnar's face after the stupid freaking comment that Heyman makes, which I am not happy about. You liked it? I loved it. No, I don't. I don't. There's no need to bring this stuff into the story. I loved it. For what? Not because. Leave their private lives private. You know why? Because of social media, it's not private. But they're not the same thing. But it is. It's crap. I don't like that. I don't need every single wrestler's romantic life to be part of my TV programming. No. In terms of trying to go Seth into trying to fight Brock, I understand that. In terms of like... Slippery slope. Before you know it, we're going to have Seth and, and Becky versus John Cena and Nikki Bella. You know what I mean? Like I'm, We've had that already, though. But that's my point, is that WWE does this crap. And I don't want to go down that hole. Like, I don't need you to use your professional wrestlers' personal lives and romantic relationships as part of your story because you can't write. I mean, Dumb. when 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 Dumb. when Heyman said it, I was like, oh... I was like, oh, that's ugh, gross. And then I watched the rest of Raw, and I was like, oh. <laughs> like, again, this week, Raw as in, in in its entirety, trying to grasp the concept of the English, English language. language <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't a horrible show, but it wasn't a good show again. It was boring. And the introduction of the 24-7 championship? Well, thank you for jumping the gun. I was going to really tease that one. Oh, I'm sorry. You are a hack, sir. <laughs> Here we go again. Here we go. Absolute hack. Am I hacksaw Jim Duggan? That's it for Gravels of Apples. <laughs> I'm, I'm done after this episode. <laughs> I can't do it. The Punisher's here today. What happened? Did your password get... Hacked? You lost it. I know. You had the hacksaw thing. I know, you lost I know, it I know, I know. I was like, I got you nothing know else. You know what? You forced it. I know, I did. Don't I'm force sorry. it. Don't force it. It comes natural to you. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. So let's talk about the 24-7 championship. Stupid! Stupid, you say, huh? Stupid! Where have I seen this before? Oh, yeah. It's just a hardcore championship light version. It's like Bud Budweiser. Bud Light. Bud Light is the hardcore, hardcore light. Hardcore light. It's dumb. It's flipping dumb. First of all, Mick, Mick Foley shouldn't be doing anything anymore. Oh, poor guy. He's he's let him rest. He, <laughs> let the man live in his home in Los in in, in uh, Long Island. Let R- him rest. Rhode Island. No, Long Island. He's in, he's, in, he's from Rhode Island. Strong Island, baby. He lives in Long Island. Long Island, Strong Island, baby. You're not even from Long Island. I know, but I have family out there. Like, all my family's out there, basically, at this point. Yeah. Because they don't want to move to Jersey. <laughs> Jersey? Listen, I'd rather live in Long Island than Jersey. Mm-mm. Get out of here! No. Nah, so I'd rather live in Long Island than Jersey. Jersey's no. whack. Nah, there's different places in Jersey. Besides, you know, the Shore, AC, uh, was it Jackson, where Six Flags is at. <laughs> <laughs> where are you going to go? Newark? Trenton? No. Why would you go to the Camden? Uh, Union? Super Suburban? No. T-Neck? No. So where are you going? Jersey's whack, bro. Elizabeth's not bad. Yeah, it's actually terrible. Elizabeth. Nah, let's not go down that one. Uh, there's, that's like, there's a whole lot of references there. Yeah, let's, let's not go down that one. So the 24-7 championship. <laughs> Mick Foley is like... like moving the belt around and then you just see a peak and I see it and I'm like oh my god is that a green strap oh it is oh it is oh it is and then he pulls it out well well, he gives the 
a championship should be defended anytime, <sighs> anywhere, any place, at any location. And I was like, Mick, you're repeating yourself. You're just saying different words now. <laughs> Using a thesaurus. I was about to say the same thing. Someone bought him a thesaurus. He's making use out of it. It's like any moment on any continent. I was like, yo, you're dragging this. <laughs> the 24-7 championship. And I was like, what? That's stupid. It's as stupid. So what you do is you PG. Mm-hmm. This is the Hardcore title PG edition. Mm -hmm. And it's not called the Hardcore Championship because that's too hardcore. Mm -hmm. You call it something as dumb as the Mm 24-7 Championship. Not the Television Championship. The the Super Light Heavyweight Champion. The Global Champion. the, The Light Heavyweight Champion. The... The sneaker champion, anything you call it the twenty, the network champion, four seven championship, and basically it's the jobber championship. It's the yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's the jobber championship, and what happens? Mick drops the belt, and all the wrestlers run into the ring, start beating each other up, and who is our first ever twenty four seven champion? Ooh, 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 ooh. Titus O'Neil. The big dog. <laughs> That's Roman Reigns. Titus O'Neil. Mr. And Titus World Slide. World Slide. Mm. We never forget. And it's coming back around too. I know. So, yeah. Well, the current 24-7 champion is Mr. R-Truth. Who... Can make this work for a little while. The his first of all, his posts on social media, quite funny, hilarious. Yes. His first one was, "I'm taking the European Championship to SmackDown Live," and then that little mm-hmm. Jimmy stole his European it's Continental a, European Continental yeah. Championship. He said, "Oh no, I found it." I'm like, "All right, Truth, you're saving this belt." See, but that's the problem with this belt is that it's a comedy belt. And that is my issue. There's no prestige in this. No. This is a comedy championship. There's nothing serious to be taken from this. Now, I'm not saying back in the day the hardcore championship was on the same level as the WWF or the Intercontinental or whatever, but at some point we had Kane and the Big Show going up for the hardcore championship. I mean, they fought at WrestleMania for it. That's what I'm saying. With Raven. Mm-hmm. Oh, that match is really good, too. That's where they almost pulled the plug on the whole show by uh, yeah. almost running over with the cart. Yeah. Um, so, there's a difference between, like, that was interesting. There was a level of danger and excitement and sometimes comedy. Yeah, I mean, with Crash Holly being the hardcore champion. Those Crash was a goof. That was, recipes Crash. Right. That was, um, he's the hardcore champion. They're, they're chasing him through uh, kid parks and fun houses and this yeah. and that. Hilarious. But this is going to be devoid of anything interesting or dangerous or exciting. It's just going to be comedy. It's going to be all comedy. I mean, outside of our truth no one else should hold this title. But then it kind of d- defeats the whole purpose of the 24-7. I mean... <sighs> They had three champions in a matter of, like, 30 minutes. I mean, right now, Archer is the longest reigning 24-7 champion. Yeah, and Bobby Roode is the youngest one at 42 years old. That's saying something. This is the 24-7. This is the geriatric title. I mean, if this is the geriatric title, then Undertaker and Goldberg would be fighting for it at the Super Showdown. Fact. I mean... What is Raw doing? What is WWE Vince is desperate. doing? Vince is desperate. His ratings are in the hole. No one cares. So he's he's relying on every desperate plea he has. Brock Lesnar, 
Um, the 24th, like, of creating a new championship. The wild card rule. He's doing whatever he can think of that he thinks might actually boost ratings. The problem is he's looking for a quick fix. He's looking for a quick fix, and he's going into an old bag of his old tricks for quick fix. You see how I did that? Come back around to it, make it rhyme, make it sound good. But you gotta your your ratings aren't plummeting because Brock hasn't been on TV. Your ratings aren't plummeting because you haven't come up with a new title recently. Your ratings are plummeting because your booking is trash. If your booking sucks, why would anybody watch? If your performers are being treated like jokes, why would they watch? If you're inconsistent and you insult our intelligence on a weekly basis, why would we watch? The main event of SmackDown today was a Money in the Bank rematch. For what? I didn't even want to speak about SmackDown. So why, why would I watch SmackDown if I watch Money in the Bank and vice versa? Because that's exactly what it is, Jace. Like, it was all, not all rematches, but you had uh, Almas versus Ali. Yep. You had, um, well, they weren't, they were all technically in the same sort of match. Becky and Bailey versus Charlotte and Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. You had Kofi versus Sami Zayn. In another boring match that adds to Kofi's boring match counter. And we had a returning Dolph Ziggler. Yep. And I love Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing with his character right off the bat, making him this whiny. He cried. It should have. He, he didn't cry. My man was crying. Tealess cries, but he cried. It should have been me. It's like you're dating like the most wonderful girl in the world. You break up with her, like, or you're cheating on her, and you do this. She breaks up with you. She finds like the man of her dreams. She gets pregnant, married, whatever you know her life goals are. And you're like, wow, that could have been me. That should have been me, but I'm too X, Y, and Z for that. Are you trying to do something to me right now, Jeremy? What? Are you trying to have a conversation with me right now? Danny means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm happy that. Oh, by the way, Dolph Ziggler states that he will be at the Super Showdown in was it Jeddah? Yep. In and Jeddah. he'll he'll be taking on Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston for the from Jamaica SmackDown Live World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> For the SmackDown Live. As long as Kofi Kingston is the champion, it's not the WWE Championship to me. It's a mid-card belt. This is, what did I say? What have I been saying? For the minute that Kofi was in this position, I said, what did I say? This is going to turn into the mid-card belt. God, what do you want me to pat you on your back? But I'm flipping right! It, the WWE Championship, which has all this prestige, is now the mid-card belt. Congratulations, you played yourself. All you Kofi fans, thanks for nothing. Buffoons. <sighs> Dolph Ziggler. Brock Lesnar. Dolph coming back isn't bad. The context in which he came back is bad. Because he's a placeholder. Because there's nobody else that can face Kofi that's going to be believable for Kofi to beat. Because Kofi is not a main eventer. Point in case, he was not the main event of SmackDown. Who was? Roman Reigns. It wasn't even like the cult, like the penultimate. Bro, he was like the, the like in like the, the middle of the show. Match. He was like the eight thirty match. It's so dumb. Uh, Big I, E was back in ring gear, but he's hurt for what? Sporting his fancy new knee brace. Like yo, go hang out with Becky Lynch's mom, man. Just stay, go away. Mrs. Lynch's. That's Bay right there. It's the cat's meow right there. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I keep sitting, telling myself, just sit there. <laughs> Bite, bless you. <laughs> bless you. One more. Nice one's free. Wait for it. Bless you. Oh, I was going to sit there for a minute. Yes, sir. We got a podcast to run. I know. I'm sorry, nose. <laughs> I'm sorry, ears. Bless you. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Sorry. Okay. I'm trying to get it before it came out. 
That's what she said. <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. I don't know what's going on here now. I don't know either. I I don't know what they're gonna do. Me neither. This is dumb. Oh, that's what I was saying. I sit here and I watch their product day in, day out, with no light at the end of the tunnel. October. And I think about that. October. And I'm like, October. <laughs> please, AEW, save the wrestling world. Because I'm sitting, I'm forced to bite the bullet with the WWE right now. Yep. And I can't do it anymore. I ain't got no teeth. I agree. I mean, look, whether or not AEW becomes the savior in terms of, like, they change the wrestling world and WWE changes or they take over to... Look, I don't care. I need an alternative. I need somewhere else to watch professional wrestling that I'm going to enjoy. Because WWE is not that place for me anymore. I can't watch Ron Smackdown anymore. It drives me insane. Their pay-per-views are hit and miss. If I'm not watching NXT TakeOver, I, I can't ensure that I'm going to enjoy what I'm watching. Mm. I mean, we enjoyed TLC up until the end. You mean Money in the Bank? What did I say, TLC? Yeah. Yeah, Money in the Bank. Like I said, they're all, it's a hit and miss. You know? The tournaments are always fun, but just Raw and SmackDown is just... It's a nightmare. I can't keep doing this. If I can get away, step away from Raw and SmackDown and watch Tuesday Night Dynamite every week instead, I'll be happy camper. I, I don't need one to dominate the other. I need them both to exist. I need a choice. You need a balance of good and evil. I agree. I agree. But, shall we, um... Get to some predictions? Yeah. Some uh, double or nothing predictions? This Saturday, live from the MGM Grand Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, is the first ever pay-per-view by AEW All Elite Wrestling, Double or Nothing. You had nine matches. Yes, sir. Two pre-show matches. Uh, the pre-show is an hour long, correct? Yes. The quote-unquote buy-in will be beginning at 7 p.m., one hour prior to the official kickoff time of the show at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Eastern and specific. Yes, very specific. Now, on the buy-in hour, first, I'm sure, will be Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara in an exhibition match that I'm sure is meant to just... Get the crowd to wick ever so slight. In this match, who are you selecting to reign victorious? Sammy Guevara? And I said that with a question mark. I have no idea. Now, Sammy is the more known wrestler, at least in Mexico. However... You're not doing that voice for the whole thing, are you? I was, I was kind of planning on it. Oh, God, no. Yeah! If you hate it, I love it. Where was I? Let me threw me off, man. Kip Sabian. Now I lost my, I lost the voice. I'll bring it back later. Because of the way that they've been playing off Sammy Guevara in um, VTE and stuff, mm -hmm. I think they're gonna give it to Kip Sabian. Hmm. Because they've been highlighting Sammy Guevara, and I think they'll kind of flip the script on us a little bit. You know what? I'm calling this now. I'm going against every <laughs> pick you make tonight. <laughs> Fair enough. Good, good, because then we can't tie. I mean, technically we can, but... Yeah. No, technically you can. There's an odd number of matches. Then we can't tie. Then only one! There'll be only one winner. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We can tie because well, we can both get a loss on the Battle Royale. Boo! So we can't tie, okay. <laughs> the following match... I'm going next. <laughs> it's the Battle Royale. <laughs> The 21-man Casino Battle Royal for the AEW Championship title match. Not the title. No, it's, very, no, it's a match. It's a number one contender match. It's a number one contender match. Basically. 21 guys. Only four have yet to be announced. 
Mm-hmm. We're not going to go through all the names. Nope. You're going to pick your guy, and I will oppose you. <laughs> I'm going to go. With MJF. MJF. And I'm going for the memes. I'm picking Glacier. Now that is a brilliant selection. I'm picking... Uh, if I could... You know, I'm going Joey Janela. You're the bad boy. I love Joey Janela. He's, a, he's not a bad selection. The next match. I'm going to say this one. Are we going in order of like the way it's here? Or are we should. No, order? let's go in order the way it is now. I mean, we have the two pre-show matches, so. So from we the can top? S- we can save number two for the end. I bet. So the next match, oh, presumably. On, <laughs> the team of SoCal on Sunset, SCU. Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky will be taking on the Stronghearts, Shima, T-Hawk, and El Lenderman. I will be selecting the Stronghearts. Oh, I was going to pick SoCal Uncensored anyway. I believe so that, that SCU will take it upon themselves to try and elevate Younger talent. He's lesser known men. Yeah. And so I will be selecting the strong hearts. Yeah, this is either going to be a real hit or a real miss for you on this uh, voice thing. <laughs> I know, right? I should probably quit while I'm behind. <laughs> yeah. I think you should. <laughs> Alright. I, I, I wanted to choose SoCal Uncensored because I knew you were going to pick the strong hearts simply because. Daniels, Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky just want to put over younger talent. Like, this is the point of AEW also. It's to elevate younger talent as I mean, opposed to... I Sima Barry. isn't exactly a younger talent, but he's a lesser-known talent in the States. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So, number three. Three-way match. Britt <coughs> Baker. Doctor. Britt Baker, GDS. Well, it's not Doctor on here. It's... Fine, whatever. Saying she is a dentist, she is a dentist, and I'd let her work on my mouth. That's Adam Cole Bebe's Bebe. No, like as a dentist, not like oh, okay, yeah, I need some work. Adult stuff, (laughs) (laughs) wink, wink, smiley face. How you doing? (laughs) I don't versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray. Yes, who'd you got, Ming? You know what? I'm gonna go with my pick. I'm gonna go with a, a safe one. I'm going Britt Baker. You're going Britt Baker? I'm going Britt Baker. I'm going Nyla Rose. Why Nyla? Because she's strong AF. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Britt Baker will be fine no matter what. Mm-hmm. Britt has the looks. She has the in-ring ability. She has the, the personality and the charisma. I think Kylie Ray will get over on her own because she has this whole smiling gimmick. She's a cute girl. She can work in the ring. I think Nyla Rose has the most to combat if she's going to get over in a mainstream um, audience Mm -hmm. considering she's a transgender professional wrestler. And so I think AEW, again, part of what they want to do is, you know, do right by people in the right places. I think they might want to give this to Nyla Rose. I mean, that's a good way to explain it. Just a thought. Excuse me. Let's go from one women's match to another women's match, shall we? Why not? So, in a six-women tag match, it's pretty much going to be all of the the Japanese-Chinese women that they've, you know, been working with all in one match. Aja Kong... Uh, Yuga Sakazaki, Ambi Sakura versus uh, Hikaru Shida, Ryo, and uh, Ryo Mizunami. That, that one's rough for me. I don't know why. Um, the only name I know on here that like I'm familiar with is Aja, Aja Kong. Kong. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I wanted to choose her, but if you're going to choose her, I'll go with the opposite team. I gotta go Aja because I right. feel like you know 
she's the one name that they're going to be able to easily raise her hand and the fans might care a little bit. Yeah, I, I guess I would go with Ryu's team because okay. I have no choice but to oppose you. <laughs> okay. From one six-women tag to a men's tag match. Best friends, Chucky e. T, Chuck Taylor. Not the sneakers. <laughs> and Trent Beretta versus Angelico yes. and Yak Evans. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Evans. Yes. I'm going with the best friends because I love Trent Beretta. Okay. Which is- I just didn't like when Trent Beretta was part of Rapongi 3K. Well, Rapongi. Rapongi, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Rapongi Vice. Rapongi that was Vice. Because yeah. Yeah. I hate Rocky Romero. Yes. We all know how you feel about Rocky Romero. I'm, I mean, I'm glad that you chose Best Friends because I was going to go with Angelico and Jack Evans anyway. Beautiful. I, so it looks like we're opposing each other without having to actually oppose each other. Exactly. I know Angelico from his work with Lucha Underground and Jack Evans was there for a little bit and their indie work as a tag team. So I'm a fan of their work. I was shocked when they announced Angelico signed with AEW as long well as Jack Evans earlier this week. So I'm happy to see that and I'm going to go for them in this match. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So... Let's see. From one tag to another tag? Why not? I'm trying to think what voice I'm going to pull out right now. No. But just, just get it out. Fine. Don't pull out a voice. But it's such a big match. You don't have to do the voice. I'm going to do a voice. Do a voice. Okay. Do William's voice. Oh, that's no fun. Fine. For the AAA World Tag Team Championships. Defending Champions. Matt and Nick Jackson. I'm trying to, like, the voice is trying to yeah, you're, come you're out. You're fighting it. You're really fighting it. <laughs> Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, will be defending their AAA World Tag Team Championships against Penta L0M and Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers. Brother. Now, who you got and why? I hope you have, naturally, my opposing team. Because I'm, I'm very confident about this pick. I think the Lucha Brothers are going to win. God damn it. I got the Lucha Brothers, too. Yeah, no, you don't. You got, you got the No, but I got the Lucha Brothers. No, you, the, you asked me as, as opposed to giving your no, answer first. No, but you said that you were going to oppose me. Yes, I never agreed to that. But I pick, all right, so I'm picking the Lucha Brothers. So am I. So, so the, now you have to oppose me and go the young. No, because I chose first. Yeah, but you made you took it upon yourself. You said I'm gonna go against you. But I never mine is such locked thing. already by being the first answer. But I don't. You know what? Shades. Since you want to be so shady about it, I'll give you the Lucha Brothers. I'll take that L because the young bucks are not winning this match. No shot. No shot. You know what? I'll take the bucks. Why? And give me three and a half. <laughs> but this is a lock no because if you were, if you were going to choose the Lucha Bros I'm going to oppose you all night it's going to be the Young Bucks this is a lock yeah this is a this is an automatic L for me that's what I'm saying no if you got the Lucha Bros I'll no, take the Bucks I'll take the Bucks you said it first I'll take the Bucks oh I'm, I'm a bigger man than you are you know no. I'm a good f- <laughs> let's be real here in terms of ego oh, okay <laughs> I'll say this couch is different <laughs> Last sunken in. Almost <laughs> sunken in. So I get the box you with the Lucha Bros. <coughs> yes. Okay. I would say that this is, if not the ultimate, uh, the ultimate main event, the main event or the penultimate main event. You gotta do the Dusty voice. I can't. It, so you have to do this match. I mean, this match? You have to do it then. Okay. Like, okay, this okay. is your, this is your, <laughs> you were made for this one. <clears throat> this is the only voice that I actually, like, green light for you to ever do. Ladies and gentlemen. In a match as decades in the making. Two brothers fighting for the legacy, the honor of a family, of a legacy, of Rhodes. Cody versus his brother, Dustin. Rhodes versus Rhodes. Only one son of Dusty. Only one grandson of a plumber. Only one. Great grandson. No, because he was the son of a plumber. Dustin was the son of a plumber. Oh, yeah. So only one grandson of a plumber. Not the American dream, baby. 
maybe it's the American nightmare, or maybe not. Who's going to win? Is it going to be Cody Rhodes, baby, or Dustin Rhodes, baby? I'm going to Dustin. Ooh. Because I know you'd go Cody, so I have to oppose him. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's going to be Cody. I think it could go either way. Because I think Cody would be willing to put his brother over. But I think Dustin would want to put Cody over. Yeah, absolutely. I think Dustin would absolutely fight Cody all day for the sake of putting him over. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. I mean, it also helps build AEW. Mm-hmm. And I hope Dustin stays around as a Oh, I really hope he stays around guy. in some capacity. Yeah. And what can be the main event, or the penultimate main event? Mm-hmm. Judas, Judas, Judas. Judas. <laughs> I say Judas Priest. <laughs> Good bet. Judas Chris Jericho sporting his new spinning back elbow. The Judas effect. Fantastic name. Fantastic name. So should we call him the Code Breaker? The Judas effect, which means it's probably going to turn on Chris Jericho eventually. That's probably why he calls it that. Because of spitting. Yeah. Oh, that's... Jericho's so smart. Uh, Love that guy. Versus the cleaner, not the cleaner. No, he's the cleaner. He's still the cleaner? If you go on AEW's website and you check their roster... It's the cleaner. Kenny Kenny Omega, Omega. the cleaner. Yeah, see, I love it. The cleaner. Kenny Omega. I'm taking Omega. I don't care what you say. (laughs) Oh, no. I have to root for Jericho... Oh no, whatever will I do? Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Who do you got? I'm taking the opposite, so it doesn't make a difference. You just said you got Kenny, I got Chris. Uh, I'll give you a chance to actually answer. I'm going Chris Jericho. Alright, so then I'll take Kenny Omega. Kenny's probably going to win, but I'm not going against Chris Jericho. He's definitely going to win. He's Chris Jericho. It's like you going against AJ Styles. Yeah. Wouldn't make sense. Stupid. Did, Did Kenny cut his hair? It's short-ish. He looks like a doofus. Now, my question is, are we going to make a prediction for Hangman? What do you mean? Hangman has to be in a match. In a match? His match was scrapped. He's facing somebody. Do we just predict on the merit of Hangman versus Mystery Opponent? Or do we just take the L when the match is announced? I'll just take the L when the match is announced. I'm planning on taking massive L's. (laughs) It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun because we're going to have, you know, some guests here in the house. And we they, may even have some special guests on. I'm saying they're probably going to be on. Listen, that's on a Saturday night. We ain't got work the next morning. We don't got to worry about nothing. We can watch AEW and then do the podcast to our heart's content. And we ain't got to worry about nothing. And I don't got to record that night, which is even better. Even if you did, who cares? We have all day and all night, baby. This, see... AEW smart. The Sunday nonsense. Who does that? Sunday. As, as a youth, I would say lit. That's lit, yo. Fan, B. Bring us home, big as guy. We Gucci up in here, yo. I, I feel like you and I need to make a bet for this. Oh, we doing punishments? Yeah, let's do a punishment. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Ready, 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 ready. It's in Sin City. Oh, boy. Double or nothing. Okay. Let's come up with a a bet, a punishment of sorts. Nothing too crazy. You should have pulled the people before. That would get us Nothing fired that, from no. our jobs. Or arrested. Or end our relationships with our significant other. Your relationship with your significant other? What can it be? Hmm. Ponderous. Ponderous. You know what we could do is put a poll up on Facebook and see, and let them decide. I think that's a good idea. I'd say we poll the people. Poll the people. We'll put up a poll on Facebook and Twitter and let the people decide what the punishment should be for the loser. We'll come up with maybe like four different options, put them up. I want the most votes wins. That's it. And the loser will have to do that. Whether it's 
Take a chop. Lick the bottom of a shoe. Um, I can't think of anything else. Something weird. Nothing that will cause nothing that major will... bodily harm to ourselves. No major bodily harms. No job ending. No relationship ending. Shut up. Friendship ending. <laughs> no friendship ending. No prison time. Let's see what happened. All right. Down for that. All right. A little gentleman uh, shake. A little Let's gentleman do shake. That. Let's do this thing. So, now that we have that squared away. Yes, squared away. Yeah. They can't see it. I, do. I know, I know. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. As always, I have been one of your hosts, Will the Thrill, Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be, because maybe that's who I is. Joined by... The very, 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 very sensual, the very, 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 very toy, Mr. Sunglasses at night. Your boy, Shades. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples. So Apples is Grapples, the number two Apples. If you don't want to check us out there, listen to us on Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check us on social media pages. That's Facebook.com and or Twitter.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples, the number two Apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many ears as possible. We love you. We appreciate you. Until next time. Until Double or Nothing. Peace. Love you.